welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello and welcome back, you guys. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. And we're back. And I almost had a panic attack because it looked like my camera was on. <laughs> and I, it was the most unflattering <laughs> angle. So thanks, guys, I, for giving me a hard time. I can't see you anymore. We just finished recording a Patreon video and then we turned our video off because reasons we just yeah (laughs) because I just want to lay down and put the mic on my boobs as I usually do and I can't do that if I'm on video so I mean you could I wouldn't judge you could yeah that's (laughs) true that's true you guys welcome back (laughs) listeners it is episode 100 oh my god 100 I can't even wrap my head around this it is wild to think that we have over well over a hundred hours of content just of main episodes and it's amazing and been a wonderful ride (laughs) to to create this podcast and to get this far so this is very exciting I agree I know we've said it a thousand times and I'm sure we'll say it a thousand more but Honestly, when Katie and I started this, I, I maybe you were a bit more optimistic. I was so cynical in my head. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> this will be really fun. I'm excited about it. I was, you know, fresh off the, you know, off the more crazy Mormon boat. And so I was like, ah, oh, I have so many things I want to say. But then at the back of my head, I was like, ah, I could see myself getting tired of this quite soon. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot of work getting a podcast started and we had to do all these things and jump through all these hoops. And I was just like, "Ugh, I'm kind of already over. it. I think we'll do <laughs> one or two episodes. And you guys like nearly three years later and 100 episodes of main episodes and Katie has recorded so many, many episodes and we've had all these cool uh, Patreon recordings and stuff. So it's just so much content that we've put out and we barely even scratch the surface you know right it's so much wild yeah I remember when we started for me it was just sort of a fun little side like project and also I think I was really excited to do it to kind of give a big like middle finger to the church sort of thing I was really like angsty about it but now getting this far it feels it's just been so therapeutic and nice to talk about all of these different things that it's really kind of morphed into something different than I thought it was going to be and I love it. Yeah same like I think it's you know selfishly for me I thought it was you know a it was fun but also b it was therapeutic like just chatting through and working through all this shit so I was like oh this is really great for me because uh, I'm selfish bitch like that. Um, <laughs> but then it's it's very much like and quickly it morphed into like, wow, we have this really amazing community of people. Right. And seeing these emails and like DMs that come in of just people sharing their story and saying how much our podcast has helped them. It's it's even more important now to me where I'm mm-hmm. just like, wow, like, you know, the things that we're saying, it offends a hell a lot of people like a lot of people are pissed that we're doing this. But a whole lot more people are happy and are, you know, finding peace through this podcast or able to find their own voice or, you know, have their stories told. And I just think it's fucking incredible. Like, I'm so proud of us, Katie. Like, and I'm really proud of our listeners and for all the support. Like, our little community is just 
amazing. I'm so like, impressed. I mean, seriously, I know we say it all the time, but you guys, it never ceases to amaze me and Sarah as well, just how cool you all are. And I know that sounds cheesy and you're probably just like, get on with it. But it's like really amazing that we can connect with so many people we would have never even met if we hadn't started this. So yeah. long story short, you're all amazing. This has been great. And we're excited to record this 100th episode. Woo-hoo! Yes, we are. Thanks for sticking with us this far on this yeah. crazy ride that we've been on. Um, and looking forward to many other episodes and, you know, our 200th episode. Even, you know? well, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. If I had some champagne or booze, I would cheers right now but i i don't have any so well we can if you're listening to this do you have champagne nearby give us a cheers send us a dm cheers (laughs) give a cheers to yourself for getting out of the mormon church or if you never grew up in the mormon church just being your fine fabulous self cheers yourself yeah hell yeah (laughs) great Today's episode is fun because we decided to do something special, obviously, for the 100th episode, and we got a lot of suggestions from you listeners that were along the lines of, like, list 100 benefits of leaving Mormonism. And so what Sarah and I decided to do is we each made a list of about 50 things that were benefits to us in leaving Mormonism, and we figured we would take turns reading those off and comparing, which we'll probably have a lot of the same ones, but mm. I felt like 100 might have been too long of an episode. So we're going to stick with like the around 50 mark and just go through all of the amazing things that come from leaving the Mormon church. Yeah, exactly. And just to add on to that before we dive in, I think it's a fun way because obviously most of the episodes that we discuss are therapeutic and that we're hashing through some really traumatic and awful Mormon shit. And so we have to focus on the negative a bit to work through those things or to just shed light on the horrendous Mormon shit. And so we wanted for this episode to be a bit more light and to shed the positive because, you know, everyone who is Mormon seems to think that we are you know, living in darkness and that we're confused (laughs) and that we couldn't possibly be happy after leaving the church. And so, yeah, we just wanted to take this time to focus on the positives and especially in this shit show of a time that's going on in the world in general. Let's think of some good things and good positive vibes from leaving the Mormon church. Yeah, I'm here for it. Woo. Do you want to start off? Yeah. So the very first thing that I wrote down was a big benefit of leaving Mormonism for me was losing the fear of Satan and hell and demons, you know, losing that fear of like being cursed. That kind of thing was was really up there for me because I feel like not being afraid anymore is such a benefit. It it takes so much weight off of me mentally and emotionally. Oh, definitely. That's a good one. I actually don't think that that one made my list, not in that exact wording. Um, But my number one, like the first thing, because I really wanted it to be unfiltered, like how our podcast has been in general. 
And uh-huh. so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to literally write down everything that pops into my head. I'm not going to, like, organize it. I'm not going to do anything. It's just going to be the first thing that pops in my head. And yeah, so that's what my list is, too. It's kind of just, like, all over the place and what I thought of as I was writing. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so my first one is no more guilt. Oh, no more guilt. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Losing the guilt and the the fear and the yeah, shame. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of, it. that's, it says a lot that both of our first ones were, you know, losing the fear and also losing this, the sense of guilt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one, it was also has to do with, with fear kind of, because I've, I lost the fear of being separated from my family in the afterlife, which like, I guess that's still an unknown, you know, no one knows what happens after you die. But at least now I'm not constantly worried about which kingdom I'm going to go to, you know, like, oh, am I going to be in celestial and they'll be in celestial and they'll come visit me on the weekends or like whatever. (laughs) I just don't even think about it anymore. And it's nice to not have that in the back of my head constantly. Oh, that's so interesting. And I think because, you know, most of my family, they're not Mormons. I just always assumed that I wouldn't be with them anyways. Yeah, so I didn't even well, like thing to think about too, right? <laughs> yeah, no, really, I was just always like, well, you know, I'll see my mom, but that's about yeah, it. I guess, yeah. Oof. Okay, my number two is along the same lines, but no more shame. So no I more think, shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for me, it was like feeling guilty about things, but also feeling ashamed, like having this heaviness of shame if I ever fucked up, which you know I'm doing air quotes fucked up by Mormon standards. I just felt so ashamed of myself so not having that anymore losing that is good that feels good to not feel ashamed so okay my next one is (laughs) it's not really important but it did come up quickly in the list was drinking coffee (laughs) (laughs) so that's a benefit so we're we're thinking the same lines (laughs) that you said that was your number four yeah Oh my God. Yeah. Cause I really enjoy having coffee in the morning. And before, even if I would have coffee flavored ice cream, I would feel really bad. I'd feel like I had committed a sin, which is so silly to look back on now, but it was real. (laughs) It was real. I mean, so I'm just going to jump into my four through seven and then compare the same story. So four through seven, I have drinking coffee, Drinking black tea and iced tea. Oh, wine. Drinking spirits or basically all other alcohol. Right. That's actually my next one is alcohol. (laughs) Exactly. So I think with, so it's interesting because with coffee, like, you know, I, I never really felt like I don't have stories of feeling guilty as much about coffee growing up, but I have such vivid memories of being like four, five, six and older Mm-hmm. where obviously in the South, drinking iced tea is like a staple. You drink right. that as much as you drink water. And I always had to be like, Ugh, I can't drink this. And like going yeah. to friends' houses or my grandparents, like having to be like, I can't drink this. And it was this whole awkward, like I was always embarrassed to have to be like, I can't drink tea because of my religion. And I remember like my dad, he he drank tea growing up all throughout like iced tea because he's not a member. And I would sneak, I would get a white mug like a tea <laughs> mug 
and I would pour sweet tea in there and I would just like sneak it into the living room and drink it. And my mom be like, what are you drinking? I'm like, oh, just juice, you know, whatever. <laughs> and she caught me once and she was like, why are you? And she didn't honestly didn't care that much. But I felt so ashamed. Like I was like, I'm not supposed to drink sweet tea. And I just I keep spinning like what fucking religion makes a kid at like five and six feel bad about drinking sweet tea? Like, Seriously, yeah. God. I anyway. remember being a teenager and I, I discovered those, it's sort of those like, what are they called? Arizona green teas. Oh yeah. And then they're really sweet. They're sweetened. So they're really good. And I discovered those and I, would drink them occasionally, and my parents never said anything, which was cool, but my peers, like my friends at the time, were so upset with me if I would drink one of those, because it was breaking the word of wisdom around them, and like making it so the Holy Ghost couldn't be around them, because I was drinking green tea, you guys. (laughs) That damn Holy Ghost, he hates that green tea, I tell you. Oh, yeah, of course. But yeah, alcohol, too. I like being able to drink alcohol now without feeling bad about it or feeling like it's some kind of massive sin that only bad people do. So yeah, exactly. And also, not even just drinking it, but like, uh, having pictures on social media where I have alcohol in my hand, I would hide that shit for the last, you know, two and a half years. And now I'm just like, I don't care anymore. My family can see it. My whatever can see it. Like, I drink. I'm an adult. I'm 32 fucking years old. Like, if I yeah. want to have a glass of wine and someone posts it on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, my own pictures, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. And I don't care. Like, it's, it's what's happening. It's what's reality. It's true. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I've uh, done the same for many years. It, like, even until very recently, even though my family knew I wasn't going to church or anything, I would definitely hide. Like, I wouldn't, if I had a drink in my hand and I was having my picture taken, I would put my drink somewhere else because I was worried they were going to see it and judge me, which is yeah. silly. Like, it's a glass of wine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which I actually, I did. Um, so recently, I just yesterday, I posted this really beautiful shot that the photographer at the wedding in Poland took of me and Greg, but it focuses on the champagne, right? Oh, like, yeah, I saw toast. that. It's really beautiful. Yeah. So I love it. I just think it's a really cool photo because you can see, like, the red in both his tie and my dress, and it's just yeah. a beautiful shot. So we were sending pictures. Well, my family doesn't really listen to this, so it's fine. Like, Christmas presents with, like, you know, framed photos, and I picked that one to give to my parents, and Greg was like, um, do you think your mom would even hang that up? Because it has like, it's clear that we both have alcohol in our hands. And I was like, you know what, Greg, I'm sending it anyways, because I'm a grown ass woman. And I'm gonna <laughs> nice. send it. Good for you. And yeah. Hell it. yeah. We'll see if she hangs it up. But you know. <laughs> yeah, keep us posted. I'll be, I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So sh- the next one I have, so I'm going to lump these all together. These are like, eight, nine, ten. Okay. okay. So I have Eight, eating out on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Doing whatever I I want on Sunday. Yeah, I think I wrote Sunday Freedom as one of them. Yeah. I just, and and then I have sleeping in on Sundays and taking naps because I, that that to me was, made it up high up, you know, 10 and under on my list because I hated it. I would hate having to wake up, 
early on Sunday when you're like fucking, you know, working 40 hour weeks or you're going to school and working and it's like Saturday, you're usually doing something for church too. And it's like one day, I just need one day where I don't do anything. And I always hated that, like going, having to wake up early to go to church and then you usually have something in the evening and it's like, ugh. Right. And even beyond that, they control what you do in your free time on Sunday. Well, I mean, a lot of times during the week as well, but on Sunday, you're not allowed to go do anything and you have to spend it at church or at home in scripture study. (laughs) That's about it. Some people don't even like watch TV on Sunday, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. I remember those people. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Um, next I wrote like freedom to wear whatever you want. Ooh, I have that on there too. Yeah. Which, um, I would kind of try to do anyways when I was a Mormon, but definitely not as much as now. And it's, it's kind of like freedom of just embracing what I actually want to wear and how much of my body I want to show without feeling like, I'm being controlled and someone else is telling me how I can and cannot dress and um, also being able to wear something that I feel is sexy or just pretty without feeling like I'm making people like men sin by looking at me mm. and lusting, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. Yep, that was yeah, up there for me. That is a good one. I think that makes down like it's on my list further down, but no, really good. Um mine okay so the next I'll I'll lump these three together again sorry I'm I'm lumping them because I just feel like it's easier and I'm lazy I'm sorry I'm a lazy match <laughs> um <laughs> so 11 through 13 11 no more forced socializing oh yes oh I hated it and then the second one no more fakeness you know because you have to like pretend that you love everyone and you're like best friends with everyone and in reality I was like I really don't like this person if we were not both Mormons and both feeling pressure to to like chat and act fake I would never in a millionaires choose to be friends with this person that's like, so true I feel ugh. that so much and it's exhausting you have to just pretend to be everyone's friend and get along with everyone and yeah exhausting and you have to like you know there's I mean my anxiety would go through the roof every Sunday because I'd be like if I get cornered by this one person I have to like act like I'm polite and chat with them and I really don't want to or I have to like sit by this person even though I really don't want to and act like we're friends and it's like (laughs) I just can't yeah yeah and yeah and so on that note number 13 no more taking shit that I don't like or feel good about Good one. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to just be silent about it. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Very good one. Good one. Um, my next three are all kind of related. So let me jump on the lumping train. <laughs> the lumping Lump train. train. <laughs> um, they're basically about like sexual freedom and relationship freedom. So I feel like leaving a religion like Mormonism, you feel like you can actually take control of your sexuality and figure out what you like without, like you mentioned earlier, all the shame. So there's masturbation, there's like buying and using sex toys or 
things like that that before was just like super taboo and then also you know experiencing sexual relationships with people and now like we currently have with our partners that we love very much and we're not married to them but so in the mormon church that would be you know maybe the biggest sin but i think it's been really good for both of us definitely for me to have that in my life and to be able to experience that and learn about my sexuality with someone who cares about me and it's in a loving relationship even though it's not in marriage so it's very different from what the church taught me I had to do sexually and I've it's been really nice to reclaim that for myself oh well said that just gave me goosebumps but yeah I completely agree yeah it's uh, that's basically the next on my list too so oh good uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah and that's what so I'll lump I'll, I'll jump again on the the lump train we're going lump lump toot toot <laughs> <laughs> God, um, love it so I'm gonna lump 14 through 19 but it's on the same topic so first I, I put on the list uh no more Mormon guys which was like <laughs> Brilliant for me. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I know. Like, I didn't even jump straight into sex. It was just like, oh, thank God, no more Mormon guys. Like, that's what I'm grateful (laughs) for. Um, And then I have sex, and then I put oral sex because, you know, you're always like shamed into like, you're not allowed to do that. It's a really disgusting, horrible thing. And so I'm like, oh, wow, I can actually do that. And then I put loving the human body. Oh, good one. Yeah, I just feel like it was always presented in a way of it's just it's just there for women. It's just there to have babies. Men, it's there to be like powerful and I'm the priesthood and that's what your, you know, your humanly body represents. But we're not really loving it. And now it's not even maybe loving, but accepting the human body and embracing it and and knowing that like if a naked body is actually a great glorious thing you might not love it but you can accept it and know that it is beautiful um that is such a good point because uh, yeah I feel like growing up they don't ever yeah you're always so shamed into covering up and not thinking mm -hmm. about sex and not talking about sex hardly ever and obviously not doing it and so then even just taking off your clothes can be shameful like and now growing out of that it's very liberating that's a really good one thank you yeah and then I I get less classy as I go down I say masturbation without shame (laughs) 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 love it uh and then embracing my sexuality which is also kind of what you you talked about as well like being able to have the freedom and agency to experience sexual Mm -hmm things and not be ashamed about them to see that they're really beautiful and it's natural and you know we both have really loving partners that we're able to go through these experiences with and enjoy them and even if you don't have um, a committed one partner like you just still be able to say like this is my body I love it and I love sex and that's great and I can share that with whomever I want to yeah totally totally Um, next on my list was, I feel more freedom to be honest about my support for the LGBTQ community. And I feel like I can be very open and yeah, vocal about supporting those causes. Um, because when I was a Mormon, I felt like very pressured into being quiet about 
my advocacy for gay mm-hmm. rights and trans rights. And now it's just like, that's literally just my belief and I will shout it from the rooftops. And I, I don't care if it offends Mormons because <laughs> it's human rights people. So that's a nice like bonus of leaving. You don't feel that added like peer pressure of not talking about important topics. A hundred percent. That's, that's beautiful. And I think that's one of the obviously the biggest benefit of leaving the Mormon church and even having this podcast is that we're able to talk about these really important issues um, that affect humans. It's a human right issue, whether it's, you know, homophobia, racism, sexism, these are all issues that we are both proud to talk about and to use our platform and space to talk about. And I think I, yeah, I, I mean, I have this on my my list, but it's further down. So I'm glad that you've you've pointed it out now. Yeah, because kind of oh, we're lumping again. Oh my <laughs> god, I, I gotta stop saying lumping. It's so my lovely stuff. lady lump. <laughs> but you, yeah, you mentioned um, like racism um, and white. You know, I just. I feel along those lines is that now I don't have to make excuses for like racist doctrine and leaders. Mm -hmm. I can just disavow it and say, no, I don't believe that. And I think that's wrong and they should apologize. Same with issues regarding feminism and women's empowerment. So it's very much kind of all the same in the way that I feel more honest and free to speak about important stuff like that, which you, you kind of said like all together there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and kind of, kind of along the same lines, but not really. I'll join in the lump train. Sorry. I don't know why I'm seeing <laughs> so are going to leave us. They're going <laughs> to be like, bitches, stop. Um, sorry guys. It's, it's been a day been a day so I'm I'm unwinding on the podcast um (laughs) (laughs) so I'm gonna lump together 20 through 23 so 20 I have is living my life how I want to without any guilt and then Mm -hmm. having true agency like actual agency not church agency to decide what I want and to create my own personal beliefs and morals and to feel at peace with what I believe in love it yeah. yeah, you're taking control and not just having an organization tell you what you should believe and do and think. Um, yeah. I also wrote like my next one was less censoring of myself, which I think oh, you that kind of touched on, you know, like you are being true to yourself and not making yourself into something that a church wants you to be. <laughs> exactly. Um, cool. So, um, the next two, do you guys notice? I didn't, I didn't say the word. I didn't say <laughs> the L word. <laughs> um, so the next two, I put finding true supportive friends and making oh. space for people who matter in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's not just filled with like, you kind of mentioned before, like the forced social gatherings and the forced friendships that are in your ward or things yeah, like exactly actually and, people that you have things in common with <laughs> yeah and not taking shit or you know emotional and verbal abuse from from people who are mormon but you you just did it because it was like well they're mormon and they're supposed to be good and maybe it's just righteous judgment 
And oh. I was like, actually, no, fuck off. Like, these, I don't need that extra toxic relationships in my life. Like, cutting those out and just really making time mm-hmm. for people who matter. Um, and saying yeah. you know, and setting boundaries. So Yeah, boundaries. Boundaries, big one. Um, mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, righteous judgment. Oh, I hate that so bad. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I did write down a benefit is I... I now have less judgment of others. Like I definitely still judge people because everyone does. And I try, I work on it, but I definitely judge people way less now, like way less. And I judge myself less. So that's, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Um, Is it my go? Um, I'll go. So my next one is, uh, you get a 10% income raise. You don't have to pay tithing. <laughs> <laughs> I totally have that one on my list too. <laughs> I mean, that's a big deal though. It's like, man, that's a, that money can go towards a lot of other good things. Exactly. I, I put that made it on two of mine where I put not paying tithing. And the second one is like saving my money and spending my money on whatever the fuck I want to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's big one. They can't control your finances anymore. Oh. Speaking of that one, so I'll, I'll just jump to the next one, and then you can go on yours because it just kind of goes into it. I put saying fuck and shit in all the fun swear <laughs> words. <laughs> you can swear now. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, that's true. Just even freedom in how you speak, man. That's Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> um. So my next few are, um, you don't have to go to temple worthiness interviews anymore. You don't have to have some person tell you if you're worthy to enter a certain building or not. Um, And also, you don't have to do anything temple related, like spending your time in the temples. And if you were like in Sarah's position, you don't have to wear like go through and do the whole temple rituals and handshakes. You don't have to do temple sessions. You don't have to wear garments. Like you don't have to go clean the temples. There's just nothing to do with temples anymore. And I think that's great. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, Hallelujah. I never wore garments, but I feel like not wearing garments would be a huge benefit to leaving. God, how did I not put that on my list, actually? I that's don't so know. True. <laughs> oh, I hate that. So much without them for so long that you forgot. (laughs) Yeah, I just forget. But God, I hated them so much. I really did. Like, ugh. Um. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't even. Um. Oh, so my next one. This one's sweet, you guys. Um. I put having an incredible partner who loves me for me and not for my quote unquote righteousness. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah, like, it's actual genuine love, which I'm sure Mormon people find as well. But it's like, you don't have that um, expectation of having to be the same religion and held to these standards. I'm doing air quotes. Of yeah, like exactly. Righteousness. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, My next one is not super like substantial, but something that I enjoy is watching whatever I want. So watching rated R movies or watching things on Netflix that 
say the swear words, you know, whereas before (laughs) that was like, no, you can't do that because it'll drive the spirit away. So don't watch basically anything cool. (laughs) Love it. I also had that one on there. So good. Um, Oh, my God. I've like lost it. You guys. You lost your spot. I can do it. No, I didn't. I'm back. I'm back. Don't worry. My next one is just real, real simple tattoos. <gasps> That's funny. Mine was on there as like, yeah, because I don't have any, but also I could get some if I wanted. <laughs> right. You can do whatever you want with your body. Yeah. Same with like piercings. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yep. I have piercings. Many, on how many piercings do you have in your ears? Um, I have three on one side and just one on the other. Oh, nice. Yeah. How many do you I have? have? Well, I have, I used to have two in both. And then on my right ear, the second one grew over. So now I only have two on my left, but I barely ever put anything in it because it's kind of sensitive. I have sensitive skin. <laughs> oh, bless you. Bless me. Bless me. I um, do love them, though. I, I definitely want to get more. I just can't handle the ones up high with the that go through the cartilage. Like, I had one up there. I actually got it when I was Mormon, you guys, when I lived in Chicago. Oh. Right before I left the church. But I was like, you know, I'm going to be a badass, and I'm going to get one. And, like, show it off at church. And it was just so bad. It was so infected. And it was so painful for, like, a month. And I thought it was because oh. God was cursing me. <laughs> Of course, because that's what he cares about is your ear piercing that (laughs) Gordon B. Hinckley told you not to get. And so he's going to infect it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, Um, my next one is I feel like uh, a big benefit is that I now have more, much more respect for other cultures like. I feel like, oh, God, when I was Mormon, it was like, yeah, missionary work is the greatest and spreading the gospel is so great. And now I'm like, um, no, that's colonization and that's disregarding all of these other cultures and just wanting to spread white Christianity all over the place because apparently that's the best. No, it's not. But I'm just glad I don't have that mindset anymore. Yeah, that's a really good one. Exactly, exactly. Like having, yeah, I think I I have nothing to add to that other than what you said (laughs) is just spot on. Like, you know, in in my little ignorant Mormon world, I couldn't even fathom other cultures and appreciate their cultures and history because I was just like, we're spreading the gospel to all the nations and world. And it's just awful. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm going to put some of these together. I didn't I didn't say it. I didn't say the L word to God. Um, so the next few ones on here are living in sin with my boyfriend uh-huh. and deciding myself when and if I want to have kids and on my own timeline. Yep, that's on my list too. Mm-hmm. And also this one kind of goes along the same line. Lines, feeling proud of myself and accomplishments in my life as a single woman and yeah. in a relationship, but also without children or thinking of having children. You know, all of these things, just having a sense of pride in my accomplishments without having to give credit to Celestial Jesus. 
Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. And also, like you said, you can be single if you want. You can be married if you want. You can have kids if you want or not. It's like now the options are open to you. Exactly. Um, Also, along that vein is if you do decide to get married, you can get married wherever you want to. You can wear whatever you want to. And you can invite whoever you want to witness the whole ceremony. Exactly. So you don't have to have these special elite temple weddings that can be what you want and still just as um, actually more probably special because more people can attend. Yep, 100%. It takes off all that stress where I actually like one day I look forward to a wedding, whereas before I was like, oh, I'm so stressed about this. Um, right, you have to wear that. Most of my family couldn't come. Yeah. You'd have to marry, I'm so sorry to put this picture in your head, but you'd have to marry Greg wearing that baker's hat. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so terrible. I'd hate it. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like I just need to get him one for, like, Halloween or something. And oh, just that would be it. so funny if you guys went. Is that for Halloween? Oh, be so funny. When it's not COVID, maybe we will. Maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, next year. Um, another one on my list is that uh, marijuana is not demonized anymore. It oh, is. I have that on my list too. Yeah, literally something you can use or not. And it's not like you are a terrible person if you decide to use it for whatever reason that is personal to you. So that's exactly. on my list. Exactly. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I have that one on there for sure. Um, we already kind of talked about this one, but I also have my list like supporting and fighting for causes that I believe in that go against the Mormon doctrine mm-hmm. um, and feeling like. A hap- like being outspoken and feeling like I don't need to be embarrassed or ashamed by this. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and kind of like um, I'm going to we've already touched on these a bit, but just showing skin. And I put modest is not hottest. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, having confidence and self-love without feeling like you need to humble yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to constantly be self-deprecating. Like, oh, I if someone gives you a compliment, you have to be like, oh, but thank you, but so are you, and, and I'm not really, and, and it's like, no, just, it's okay. Yeah, and you don't and have that's to actually one of my, yeah, one of my bullet points is literally it says, I have more confidence, autonomy, and boundaries. So, mm. yeah, you more confidence. really good. Yeah. That's really um, good. Another one is no more fast Sundays. So no more fasting and giving your fast offerings and like basically starving yourself for no good reason on the fast Sunday. What if it is more money? When you think about that, it feels (laughs) so culty. Like when someone can tell you when you can't eat, it feels, I don't, it just feels icky to me. It definitely (laughs) feels icky. I don't like it. And speaking of eating, I have on there eating as much tiramisu as my heart desires. Oh, there you go. Yes, because that has the coffee and the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have on here valuing science, which oh, is important. Oh, I have that too. Nice. Yeah, because I honestly, if I'm being very truthful, like I didn't really care about science or understanding the world around me when I was actively Mormon because 
the answers were given to me in form of religion. And I didn't learn as much as I wish I had. And so leaving Mormonism has me has gotten me much more into learning and science, which I'm really grateful for. Yeah, that's such a great one. I, I have that on the list too, like finding solace in science and logic rather than yes. belief and make belief and superstition. Yeah, totally. I totally agree. And then on and then on the opposite note, I have grinding on my man at a wedding without thinking twice about it. <laughs> That's amazing. I have related to that. I wrote, you can enjoy music with quote unquote bad words or sexual themes. <laughs> That's so good. I literally have that one on my list too. So mark that off. <laughs> mark that off. Same these. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just funny. Like, like we were talking about in, um, I think it was a Patreon recording, how we were saying we wouldn't even sing some of the words in my Humps by Black Eyed Peas. Yes! Exactly. It said some word that we weren't allowed to say. <laughs> and we had to censor it. Yes, yes, yes. I know. Oh, oh, God. So many CDs of mine. I would just like, if they, the swear word would come on, I would turn down the volume really quick <laughs> and then turn it back up. So embarrassing. When I tell Greg that, he's just like, God, what a loser. And I'm like, I know. So embarrassing. He's like, thank God you've you've outgrown that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways, next on my list, um, I'm almost to 50, by the way. I'm like, nice. I didn't number mine, but I think I had rough, had around roughly 50. Oh, God, Katie, why didn't you number them? Because I am not as organized as you. Jesus. Sorry. Uh, I put uh, no pressure to be perfect and mm-hmm. to do things for myself and not because I'm told to or expected to. Oh, yeah. I am. Um... I have something really similar. Mine, th- mine says, I can follow my own set of morals, not old white men's. Ooh, <laughs> so good. So, yeah, really similar. So good. Um, I wrote, you can vote Democrat without being judged. <laughs> God, that's a big one. That's a big <laughs> because one. Because I swear, like, I know that there are, like, Democrat and liberal Mormons. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that there aren't, but... The majority, especially in certain areas, are Republican. And if they find out that you're Democrat, you are, whoo, you are judged. Yeah. You are definitely judged and considered a horrible person. Yep. Um, Speaking of that, everyone go vote if you haven't already voted. I'm just going to plug that in real quickly. (laughs) Go vote. I I think Um, when it airs. Hopefully there will still be time and you probably just have to get your get to the polls. But yeah, vote, please. Yeah. Um, I put on mine not filtering myself in any sense and laughing loudly and proudly. Oh, good yeah. one. Because, you know, you can't like you have to be reverent at all times. So I was always scolded for that. It's always Isn't there even a line in the temple that says, like, you will avoid loud laughter? Yeah. There's something like that. Yeah. Which is like, what? Yeah. No. La- yeah. Laugh loudly. <laughs> um, I wrote trusting therapy and doctors, um, not just like relying on priesthood blessings or faith to, uh, you know, maybe treat any something you have. You've, 
you can, instead of using prayer, you can go to a therapist and that will maybe help you more. <laughs> oh my God, that's such a good one. Such mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Ugh, doctors are real. Let's listen to them. Um, they're not perfect. Yeah. But, also, uh, on the line of doctors, will you all please wear a goddamn mask? <laughs> like, oh, girl, don't even get me started what? on this. So hard. Listen to the doctors. Please. The scientists and experts. Stop going and drooling all over each other at the bars. <laughs> and just let's get this under control. Okay. Anyways. Please, that's not we all right. want our lives back. We all mm-hmm. also, you know, the several people who have been impacted by having loved ones die yeah. from this. Oh, like, it's oh, not God. even just about... You know, I want my life back to normal so I can have fun. It's also like, mm, I'd just rather people weren't dying. Exactly. So that. Exactly. Totally. Ugh. Anyways. Okay. I'm going to sum up the last three, uh, last three on my list and save the very last number 50 for the end. Okay. 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 So I have taking my control back of my life and my choices. Mm, love it. Not being submissive and quiet. Love it. Yep. Loving my sassy, intelligent, beautiful soul. Oh, oh, Sarah. Yes. Those are all so good. Thank you. Oh, my God. Um, I have a couple more. Uh, I am glad that now I give gratitude to things that actually matter. Like if something good happens in my life, I know, or I try to at least give gratitude to the appropriate place instead of just constantly thanking the church or heavenly father. It's going to the the right place now. Um, There's less strict gender roles, obviously. Like Mm -hmm. you don't, I feel like, yeah, I don't have to be just constantly, quote unquote, feminine all the time if I don't want to be. Um, like we've mentioned before, less toxic positivity. So mm-hmm. like, you don't constantly have to just be like, ah, I'm so happy all the time. Exactly, um, which I hated that so much. Yep. And no church callings. So you're not stressed about that calling that you have to do on top of everything else you're doing during the week. Something that you have to prepare for extra on Sunday. You don't have to do that anymore either. Oh, that's such a good. I totally forgot about that one. (laughs) Um, Okay. So my final one then is... um, Finally being myself in every sense of the word and meaning. Oh, oh my God. You're going to make me cry because that's <laughs> so perfect. I didn't write down anything that profound, but I totally and completely relate to that. It's like finally being true to who we actually are, right? Yeah, exactly. And like find discovering who you are and and loving that and you know maybe it takes a while to get to the stage of like loving who you are but just having the freedom and the opportunity to actually get to know and explore who you really are and to be able to finally decide okay this is who I am and I am okay with it I am more than okay with it I I love it and you have the control now it's all yours yeah 
Exactly. Oh, that was so great. I think that's a good place to end our list of benefits. <sighs> Guys, we just named 100, you know, 100 plus. And there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more reasons um, of positive yeah. reasons and benefits of leaving the Mormon church. But we just wanted to do 100 of them to highlight the benefits, like why it's so positive to leave the church and why we are actually happy and are in better places because of it. And also just a hundred ways of saying how much we love this, this community we have in this podcast and having uh, an ex-Mormon life. It's been great. It's been a great right. ride. And it's a good point to show when we get a criticism that says, oh, ugh, you can leave the church, but you can't leave it alone. And it's like, you know, we've experienced these wonderful benefits from leaving something that was harmful to us. So if we can help people get out of it and then make their lives better, then of course we're going to keep talking about it. Of course we want people to be able to experience these benefits as well because we know how wonderful they are. So like, exactly. It's not about just eh, being negative and talking bad about the church, blah, blah, blah. It's like we actually have a goal here, and the goal is to help people achieve freedom and maybe do it in, like, a therapeutic way. So, In yeah. a funny way. You got to laugh through this shit sometimes, you know? Yeah, you got to. <laughs> you got to. Um, anyways, guys, we love you. And um, if we missed out any major ones from the list, please give us a shout out. Um, send us a message and be like, uh, you forgot about drinking Coca-Cola anytime you want <laughs> and not caffeine free. You can have um, the full caffeine version now. <laughs> you get the red bottle, not the brown one. Oh! <laughs> not free. Um, yeah, also Coca-Cola, you can plug us. That's an endorsement right there. So if you're really? listening, Coca-Cola. <laughs> Come, us. Come on. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not that famous at all. <laughs> Not even good. Uh, awkward. All right, guys. We love you. And love you. Uh, have a great week. Have, stay safe, healthy. Don't be dickheads. Don't be racist or sexist or homophobic. And that's it. You know? We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.